Okay, guys, before we get started, I need you to shut up and listen for once. I have something I need to get off my chest. This episode of I Learn Nothing is brought to you by Kurgis. Kurgis are the most comfortable and ethical slippers in the galaxy, and I need you to know about them. These slippers are 100% handmade wool felt produced by the bravest women in history. Not only will you be treating your feet to something sweet, but you'll be supporting an all-women's art collective in the Central Asian nation of Kyrgyzstan. Since we love you so much, we're giving you a 15% off discount for any Kyrgyz purchase with a promo code NOTHING in all caps. Once again, that is NOTHING in all caps, Kyrgyz.com, K-Y-R-G-I-E-S.com. Please? I'm dying. International. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Hello. to episode 116 of I Learn Nothing, a philosophy podcast for desperate idiots. This is, this is a late night episode. Yeah, it uh, is. Uh, it's actually 1.20 a.m. Um, I don't do drugs, so I'm not high right now. Uh, you know, we're having a pretty good time. I don't either. I don't do any drugs. My no. only drug is knowledge. Right. Yeah, and that's why I'm here to peddle to you. You're peddling your hateful <laughs> drugs. My hateful drugs to a vulnerable nation. <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> I'm here. I'm just a a uh, basically like a crack dealer. Yeah. But uh, for for knowledge, for facts, for facts, a fact dealer. Actually, no, not for facts. <laughs> Philosophers don't deal in facts. See, that's why philosophy they deal, is. They deal in in speculation. That's why philosophy <laughs> is bullshit, dude. Well, okay. Hold on. Here's what's cool about philosophy is that that's the thing that decides what is and is not a fact. Holy shit. I don't I mean, I don't know what that I don't know what you just said. <laughs> OK, well, that's a different episode. We'll get into that in a second. All right. Good. Today we're talking about. First of all, this is an episode of your own making. <laughs> you. <laughs> so what happened was so uh, the original point of this podcast uh, was that I would pick a philosopher for Ben to explain to me. Yeah, and it was o- your idea. Yeah. This was your idea. And over time, we, we, every once in a while, I will, but it's always at Ben's behest. <laughs> so he asked me to, to pick a philosopher, so I Googled modern-day philosophers, and I picked this guy because the photo of him made him look like such a prick. <laughs> he does look like a fucking asshole. <laughs> and I asked, and, and you go, I, I told you the guy, and you go, okay, why this person? And I go, because I saw a photo, and he looks like a prick. Okay, so I have to say, <laughs> I actually had not heard of this guy before. What? Um, I outsmarted you again? No, you didn't outsmart me. You you Googled something that I didn't Google yet. Um, and also, I don't really Man, keep... I, do, do, you, do you think about how expensive that Princeton degree was when you don't know who philosophers are? You know what? Do you think to yourself, wow, that costs a lot of money, and I still don't know who the fuck these people are? Okay, this guy fucking, first of all... What? This, this is not coming up with anything new. Okay? Really? No, he's not. Shots fired. Yeah, and... Uh, 
and he's just a fucking trendy boy who is coming up with these ideas that trendy boy. are basically rehashed yeah. and have already been developed by other philosophers. This guy is just doing it in a new, fun, sexy way. Kind of right. like what we're doing with this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we we just yell at each other in a fun, new, sexy way. I feel like you and I make philosophy fun and sexy. I think we make philosophy not only not fun but less sexy. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> so we're we're we're, ac- we're actually we're actively contributing to the decline of philosophy. Is what you're saying? I would say so. Yeah, I think okay. I think well, we're we're probably sorry everyone killing that whole tradition, which might be a good thing. Is it a good thing? Is it not a good thing? <gasps> That's philosophy. Um, no, you picked uh, this guy named this fucking <laughs> Andy this, Clark, this groundskeeper Willie of a man uh, named Andy Clark. Uh, he is <laughs> the photo that I saw of him. He has like a leather jacket and sunglasses, and it's like fuck you. Okay, so this there's guy... no way <laughs> that that that's just what you wear all at all times. No, okay, so it kind of is. Was what I found yeah. out. Right. <laughs> so this guy. Is having way too much fun <laughs> thinking about the things that he thinks up. Really? Okay. Uh, he's also apparently, I didn't know this, <laughs> one of the most widely cited <laughs> philosophers of uh, like of the past decade. And yet you have no idea who he is. I have no idea who, do, who okay. he is. I've so, never so heard of him before. What you're saying is he can't be that important. Um, ben well, Sherlock doesn't know who he is. We'll see who how important he is. It's like me not knowing who a local open micer is. Yeah, you don't know if uh, that open micer could be another Ben Sholock, you know? Another I brilliant mean, comedian. Another brilliant comedian. <laughs> um, okay, so this guy, uh, Andy Clark. First of all... <laughs> what? Okay, he, so he shares company with Immanuel Kant, right? Oh, no. Plato, uh, Friedrich Nietzsche, Ludwig Wittgenstein... And uh, at the end of this pantheon of hallowed names is this guy named Andy Clark. Clark. Yeah, I thought when you said when you said Kant, I thought you were gonna say he's a virgin. So he he like kind of should be. He kind of should be, but he's married. What? Okay. So one thing that I found hey, out. Hey, let me ask you this, because uh, you, you know this does happen. How many people do you think? in america get married and just never consummate it and they d- both die as virgins because i guarantee um, you that has to happen yeah but i don't think that's it's that much i mean i'll say double digits less than 20 <laughs> less than 20 a year die virgins i, I don't while know married okay <laughs> you don't ever think about that no i never i have never thought about that once that <laughs> It's I have never thought about that because if someone is getting married, yeah, no matter what their background is or like what their weird, hey, it was good enough for Christ. What their weird religion is, they're probably gonna smash. Look, you and, and I, and if they don't, it's none of my business. But I don't want to hear about it. You and I, I don't think about it anymore ben, after that. You and I are both are both Catholic, so we believe that uh, Mary and Joseph never consummated their marriage. So, is that what Catholics do? They they get married and then they just hope to God. Well, one thing that, that, that he comes down from heaven on high and fucks your wife. Okay, you don't have to put it that way. But my point is that there's like look um, how you're so mad about the idea of Mary getting fucked. By I don't God. like it. <laughs> I don't like it. 
Like I remember, um, I, I, I saw this. The people were doing a show in town uh, where it was like a roast. Dude, of God, cr- like later out. Sure, but there was somebody in, in, was doing a, <laughs> and put her a show and put town. her back wet. Sure, uh, you're 34. So there was this this thing in town where they were doing a, like a roast of Christmas, uh-huh. and one of the characters that was roasting, oh no, a roast of Santa Claus. I apologize. One of them was slutty Virgin Mary. And I remember thinking that if I was on that show, you were so mad. <laughs> if, I, if I was on that show, I'd be like, "Hey, I'm not going to ask you to change it." And I, I, I know that I know that I've made jokes that I'm sure people would go, "Oh, that's a little fucked up." That's something I find offensive. And I'm honestly even saying I'm not even saying it's a bad idea, but I'm leaving this show if that character is up. It it makes me so upset to think about, and not even like for religious reason. It just makes me go like, Ugh, you know what I mean? It's like it's like you know, it's like thinking about your parents having sex. I I guess I don't I don't think so. I don't I'm not I'm not as bothered as by it. By, I am as you so are. profoundly bothered. You're so by bothered it. by it. I don't like it. Do you remember when I dated that girl named Mary? Yeah, and <laughs> Mary, Mary, why you bugging? Yeah, yeah. You, and you, you didn't like it. <laughs> it weirded me out. I don't know why do people name their 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 kids Marys? Hey, I'm gonna name my daughter after the most famous virgin of all time. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, let's bring this up when they're five. You know what's funny? That's definitely a reason why I like dating her. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? You're actually a, a very sick man. Uh, you have no morals. You never have. And you no, don't... I have no moral compass. No, you have nothing. Yeah. You have nothing in your life. Because of philosophy. Right. <laughs> because this thing ruined me. Yeah. The thing I'm doing right now ruined me. Well, stand-up ruined me, so... Well, there we go. <laughs> the stand-up and the philosophy. So we're two, two... ruined, broken men. <laughs> two just wounded guys. Okay, so <laughs> luckily there's hope. Do this you think guy... of yourself as being wounded? Wounded? I don't know. I wouldn't say wounded. I think about it all the time. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> So hold on. So what's up with this guy? Okay. <laughs> no, you don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. So Andy Clark, Andy. So our friend Andy. Andy. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> hey guys. So it's me, Andy Reid, your eighth grade science teacher. Why is my voice like this? My younger brother's voice is like this too. Oh. Wait. What? His no, younger no. brother ha- had the exact same stupid voice. Okay, we'll talk about that later. Andy we Reed, can't, we can't get into that. Andy Reid of the Heights fame, yeah. who's still, who's, who's who is still teaching sister. there, who possibly stalked my sister, <laughs> uh, and we're not gonna, you know, try to explain that. Uh, oh wait, hold on, real quick. What? Shout out to, I think uh, Michael, uh, Michael, one of the listeners who t- tweeted. Those pictures of Rich McPherson. Oh my god, <laughs> this was the funniest thing. <laughs> Okay, there's two things that we need to bring up. One of them is that I'll find this for the next episode, and I don't even re- remember who made this. I'll, I'll be able to figure it out, I guess. But someone made a I Learn Nothing like... Oh, Twitter account. That's like... No, uh, no, no. Like oh, a game where it's like a bingo game. And oh, had, yeah. That was tight as hell. It was Fuck, so who was funny. that? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry we forget immediately. <laughs> yeah. We're bad at this. This was but also this was like four months ago. This guy's probably like, oh, this probably doesn't listen anymore. Yeah. He's like, I took the time out of my day to make a cool thing. And they were like, Fuck you. Yeah. Well, so there, Josh. It was probably Josh. Sure. Uh. <laughs> so um so that was hilarious. And then the other really funny thing is that so we will tell stories about our headmaster at the Heights School for Boys in Potomac, Maryland, yeah. named who, Rich McPherson. Who expelled me. 
Yeah, he almost expelled. He, he tried to expel Ben for not picking up a piece of paper that he did not throw on the ground, which is pretty rational behavior. I mean, you were 13. So this was well, a guy. It was a lesson. It was a, it was a lesson that I learned right. of how. You um, never forgot it. And to this day, if Ben sees a piece of paper on the ground, he freaks out. No, what I, what I learned. I remember is, one time after, what after I learned New Year's Eve. Adults was are all, just as unstable as children. Yeah. <laughs> um, They're just as arbitrary and unstable as children. But the point is that Rich McPherson punched a, a young boy in the face uh, <laughs> and he was eventually fired from his job. But someone pointed out that. He is very similar to uh, Principal Vickers, I believe the name is, from Beavis and Butthead. He's always going, oh, 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 you're expelled. You're expelled. And that's a little bit like yeah, just Rich quake, quaking was, with rage. McPherson is more like, ah, bah, 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 bah. but that kind of yeah. sounds like, oh, bah, 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 bah. you know what I mean? Like they had similar cadences. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's so it was that's the funniest was, thing ever. We both, I think, we both retweeted it, but yeah, it was it's pretty good. So whoever you were, <laughs> good job. But to both of you. Yeah. Oh, hold on. We have to give shout outs before we actually start the episode. Ben, we have a Patreon. Oh, we have, we do have a Patreon. We've uh, gained a couple new subscribers. And we decided to shout them out. But here's the deal. Yeah. If we remember, when we get a new one, we shout them out. So uh, yeah. Also, the way it works, it's it's five bucks a month. You get at least four episodes a month <laughs> of uh, me explaining things to Ben. And it's... Uh, it's a lot more fun than this. So who are you uh, shouting out, Ben? Okay, so I'm going to take the one that... I think I think one of them is a lady. <laughs> one of them is a lady. This is for the ladies. And uh, I would like to say xie xie, uh to Xie Yuan Mu, who uh, has just what? joined. Yeah, I just said thank you in Chinese. Oh, yeah, you know I a little speak Chinese. Chinese. Yeah, you, you can't <laughs> speak little, Chinese. A little bit. I can speak a little bit. You know that Jin song? We went, you want to learn Chinese. Did you ever listen to that song while you were learning Chinese? Wait, which song? Jin, he's a rapper. He won uh, uh, Freestyle Fridays at 106 and Park, I think, seven times, ten times in a row, seven times in a row. Became the world champ, became a champion, signed with the Rough Riders, released the record, didn't go so well. Then ended up, he ended up uh, moving to uh, to China, I believe, or maybe perhaps uh, Taiwan, and he became sort of the uh, Chinese Justin Bieber, but now he's back. <laughs> but, so he had a song called Learn Chinese. So I'm asking, did you listen to that song while you're studying Chinese? No, I, no, I didn't. those many years ago. Do you no, think she's ever heard it before? I don't know. Uh, uh, what is her name? Shuiyan <laughs> Mu. Dang. I really yeah. hope you're saying that right. I think I am. Okay. I think I am. Correct Shui me if Yong. I'm wrong. Shui Yong? Shui Yuan Mu. Shui Yuan Mu, yeah. welcome to the podcast, the well, Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> welcome. Please, please Thank correct you. me if I'm wrong. <laughs> if I'm wrong, you really need to tell me. <laughs> well, if he's wrong, Ben will donate uh, $35 uh, to the Australian fires. Okay. Sure. Fine. That's I think that's fine. Who's the other who's the other jabroni that we tricked? I don't know, some fucking white dude. Hold on. You that motherfucker. He better not be white. We don't we don't need any white supporters. No, his name is Caden. Caden Caden, Caden Haskett. My main man Caden. Caden. You'd all be dead if it wasn't for my Caden. What if that was his name? I, I mean it's C A D E N. Yeah, well, Caden. Yeah. Ain't Miss Bacaden. All right, so <laughs> instead of eight misbehaving, I know, yeah, I get it. <laughs> and this podcast rules. I mean, I, I guess it does. I probably not though. Um, okay, so speaking of Andy Clark, Andy Clark, okay, he's not a Patreon subscriber. He's not, not yet. Okay, um, so this guy kind of sucks and kind of rules. All uh, right, okay. 
So first of all, he is basically a <laughs> he's a rockabilly piece of shit. <laughs> he's like one of these guys who dresses what? in like Hawaiian shirts and uh, he was like really into Google Glass when it came out. <laughs> you oh, know, like one fuck. of these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's um, but he's like, <laughs> so his his main focus is the philosophy of mind. Okay. All right. Um, and do you what do you what do you think or what do you know about the philosophy of mind? We learned about it. Okay. Yeah, we have several times. Yeah. Have you actually though? I mean, I'm sure in the moment I did. Can you tell me some stuff about just the mind. Yeah. So the mind is in your brain. And what happens is. Uh, Wrong. No. What? <laughs> okay. So the mind, I guess, is not in your brain. No, that's what this guy says, basically. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> okay. But no, no, no. Keep going. So what we, fuck what, you, Andy. What you were going to say was the mind is in the brain. Yeah, it lives in the brain. And okay. it kind of uh, <laughs> deals with your, uh, your thoughts. Uh-huh. And it helps you, uh, you know, come to terms with. Trauma. <laughs> so it's like a triage system, basically. Yeah. Or or therapy. Therapy does help. I think if if you have the opportunity, and if you live in Austin and you're looking for a cheap place to get therapy, uh, t- tweet at me. I know a place. Okay. I'll help you out. I think you're just passing out deals for therapy. For therapy. Well, I think I think more people need to be in therapy. That's actually true. That's absolutely completely true. But you learn a lot about yourself. Okay, so do you, but w- c- would you not say that the mind oh, also right. has some positive <laughs> capacities? Sure, like not just being a broken thing, but yeah. also doing things. Sometimes you can remember when you go to a restaurant, the last thing you order that was good. So <laughs> this that's is part so of the mind. Sad well, no, because honestly, there's a Viet- <laughs> when, when I go to get Vietnamese food, uh, I have to I have to text uh, our friend Avery. To tell me what the one thing I order is, and so so my mind, as far as that goes, is not good. Do you know that you're the pinnacle of cool guys of four billion years of evolution? <laughs> that like <laughs> all of there there are countless yeah dead bodies, like bodies who were who who were cast aside by history because of starvation and ineptitude. <laughs> And incompetence. What does it have to do with sickness? What does it have to do with Vietnamese food? I'm not familiar with that. I go there like twice a month. You climbed out of this mountain of of failures. I didn't climb out of anything. To to live, to live in this world. Sure. Right. So you can not remember your favorite Vietnamese dish. I don't know what it is. I I I, if if there's a gun to my head, I'm pretty sure it's flat noodles and chicken. Well, it's funny. Speaking of guns to your head. <laughs> what the hell? Sorry, I just I can't make a good joke about referencing that guy. Oh, oh Ben uh, points a gun at me the whole time. Yeah, of, that of famous episode. Vietnamese picture. They have that on the wall of the Vietnamese restaurant you go to. Oh, wait, that one where the guy has the gun to his head? Yeah. Do you know that that guy lives in Northern Virginia? Yeah, I know. He's just I like know. some guy. Is this war criminal who lives in Northern Virginia? He just Virginia. lives where we grew he, up. He opened he just a pizza lives place. Yeah, he just he? lives there. He's a guy who shot a man in the head, was photographed, yeah. and now serves pizza. Millions of people have seen this guy shooting another man in I the head. I bet that pizza blows, by the way. Well, so did that guy's brain. That's some, Well, yeah. <laughs> Do you think if you go in there with with a, one of those uh, copy of that photograph that he'll, that he'll autograph <laughs> Like I, th- I think he's dead now, but he did definitely live in Northern Virginia. So did uh, Dick Cheney's uh, uh, daughter too. 
What? Wait, what? Dick Cheney. I know. His, his daughter, daughter lives in Northern, Northern Virginia. Virginia. Well, she did. Well, yeah. They, they all live in Northern Virginia. Yeah, I'm just saying. Okay, yeah, because that's where the fucking government is. I don't. It doesn't make sense. Okay, so you know, remember that guy Alberto Gonzalez? He was. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. yeah. George W. Bush's, uh, goddamn whatever. Uh, okay. So like, okay, hold on, real quick. What? You said Alberto Gonzalez. Yeah. And for a second, I thought you were talking about Omar Gonzalez, the comedian we know. Yeah. No. And like. And now I think that they're they might be brothers. <laughs> Should I message him that? What if you message him that? You don't even know him. Are you, are you Alberto Gonzalez's brother? Hey, Omar, what's up? I know it's like damn near two in the morning, but let's talk to my friend Ben. Well, because and he also always wears suits with a bow tie. Sure. Anyway, okay. We should probably get back to the. Topic, we should. Right? This is the first time you're actually directing me back to the topic. Well, cause I kind of forgot I was talking about. Well, oh, Alberto Gonzalez. So that motherfucker. <laughs> so he was like, you know, Bush's uh, whatever. Like he was the attorney general. Sure. So uh, me and my he was in charge of the FBI. I taught his son music. <laughs> me and my brother, he would go to All Things Rock, the music company that we both worked at, under the behest of our friend Mister B. BS or his or his initials. Yeah, I'm not going to say his name on this podcast. It's he's not wor- because of a, of a certain conflict of interest. Well, maybe as I'm telling the story, I'm realizing. Well, no, he never. I'm not. There's nothing bad about it. We just I we just knew his son. He was nice enough. Yeah. Uh, he was saying that like he would show like sometimes he'd like he'd wake up for breakfast or whatever, and he would just show his father like snippets of like the Daily Show making fun of him. It's like, check it out. They're making funny on TV. We just show his father. Okay, you know what's really kind of cool about... Dad didn't give a shit. What's kind of cool and like funny about DC is that it's sort of like Hollywood, but, but it's like... But for like the... Yeah. But like really nerdy and like not like that impressive. Sure. I mean like, but also... <laughs> but also the people... <laughs> the famous people in DC are way more destructive <laughs> than people in Hollywood. Like... If you grew up in L.A., you're like, oh, I kind of know, like, fucking Will Ferrell's, like, kid or something like that. Oh, or, sure, like, yeah, yeah. Or I, or I, I, I was like, I, I, I went to the same high school yeah. that, uh, <laughs> that Jonah Black Hill and, went to. Yeah. Jack Black's daughter and my daughter yeah, played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, if you grew up in D.C., you're just like, oh, yeah, I, I, um, I went to the school where the son of the biggest traitor in american history we which we did uh was apprehended ben and i went to the same school as one of yeah literally you said one of the biggest traitors the, in history the biggest traitor in american history yeah robert hansen yeah he yeah. went to the school he went to dude that was one of the one of, maybe one of the best days of my life <laughs> why did you know his son no i didn't but no. i thought it was the coolest thing in the world because it was very funny it's we went we went to school and uh, our entire parking lot was was full of black SUVs. Oh, this happened while you were still. Yeah, this this oh, happened. Fuck. This is I a, thought that happened like, after school. years yeah. after. No, this is the day he got caught. Dang, dude, there was the the FBI was walking around the heights. Are you? <laughs> There must have been so many things you wanted to tell them about. They're throwing books at us. Please do something, FBI. They dangle kids out of windows. The headmaster punched a kid in the face. Like this is a violent place filled with violent men. Yeah, and, and they're like, and they're like, okay, we've got 
bigger fish to fry right now. <laughs> son of a bee. So the guy's, the poor guy's son was a senior there that year. Uh, that must have been, I he mean. He was going to join the Marine Corps. <laughs> he did, God, he had nothing, he, was he going to? I did nothing he, wrong. He did nothing. No, he did nothing wrong. But basically, uh, we <laughs> we showed up to school. There were all these SUVs in the fucking parking lot. A ton of G-men just like walking around with the things in their ears, you know. Yeah. And um, our uh, Mr. Cardenas, our <laughs> Spanish teacher that year, uh, told this is the first time he ever spoke to us in English. He really? Goes, yeah. He was like, "Okay, so the FBI is here." Uh, Oh, th- what if he made it a lesson and he got pissed if you responded in English? <laughs> if he said, if he told it to us in, in Spanish. In Espanol. <laughs> El FBI uh, está aquí I'm, I'm so scared. And you can't. Okay. What does his voice sound like in English? What? Did his voice sound what you thought it would sound like in English? Oh, no, no. We heard him speak in English before, but no. he just wouldn't speak. English in class. Oh, I thought it was the first time you ever heard Because that would be amazing. That would be really crazy. Uh, But uh, what was crazier was this... That that Robin Hanson's uh, children (laughs) went to your school? It's children. And they made a movie about him. (laughs) I mean, I would be so annoyed if I was that kid. Did he stay stay in school there? Uh, It was his his senior year, so he just graduated after Did anyone, like, say anything to him about it? No. What do you say? His dad is say, in his dad in, is in super max prison. I would say hey, for I'll, the rest of his life right now. I would say now. how pissed are you at your dad? That'd be the first thing I'd say to him before he even knew my name. He he is responsible for like the murder of like over a hundred <laughs> American agents. Jesus, in Russia. really? Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He's, I he, guess I don't know much about his crimes, his alleged crimes. Well, he just he just sold out a lot of like CIA agents who were like. Abroad in Moscow or God, like in, what if in that Russia. Was your dad, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I mean, your your dad uh, kind of it embarrasses you enough. Uh, Ben's father is the host of a late a late night uh, public access TV show here in Austin, and um, he kind of gives reviews about like the latest like you know jazz records and uh, <laughs> you know the latest uh, you know Roth novel that came out or whatever. And, <laughs> And what it is, is he wears uh, a, a robe, and uh-huh. he says things like, uh, you know, I find a mahogany to be the most sensuous of woods. And what happens is, he, he wears nothing underneath the robe. So what happens is, uh, Ben's father will like f- do the thing, the Sharon Stone thing, where she'll flip, her, flip the legs over, yeah, you see everything. <laughs> but it's a pretty good show. Okay, I guess it is. Remember I've never heard show? of it before. You've heard of it. No, I didn't know that my dad had a cable access show <laughs> where he shows his junk. Yeah, and, and, and he <laughs> and go- talks about wood. And he goes by the name Alan Cholock. <laughs> he goes, "Hi, I'm Alan Cholock, and you welcome know, he- to Alan's Adventures." You know, my dad shares this podcast with his friends. Oh, does he? Yeah. So this is based on a joke that that we made a, like twelve years ago. We just thought it would be funny if, if Ben's father. Was the host of a public access TV show. Yeah. A, a really... And he was like really pretentious. <laughs> we can edit this out. Okay. No, I don't care. It's fine. All right. <laughs> All right so Andy Clark. All oh, right. right. Yeah. This guy. So let's get into it. Uh, 116 episodes. We're talking about this guy who. Um, okay. So he kind of represents this movement in philosophy, which is kind of fringe. All right. Okay. 
It's called transhumanism. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so have I've you ever, heard of this shit. Have you heard of it before? Yeah. What, what um, is it? Well, I don't know. But all I remember is that I feel like it was somehow tied to... Um, what the fuck was that thing called? Uh, it, it was on MTV, and it was this cartoon se- uh, oddities where there was the head and there was... Um, the other, head. Yeah, the head. It was it was a cartoon about. A oh guy wait, is it that guy who had the huge with brain? a giant head? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait, I think, okay. I think that I think th- <laughs> that might somehow be connected. Okay. <laughs> I'm. So, d- I know it sounds dumb, but I'm dead serious. I'm pretty sure it, that it might be. I don't. I their cartoons dealt with stuff like this. Yes, I didn't watch that show enough to to tell you if that's right or wrong. So transhumanism is basically this this kind of weird movement. It's not a movement exactly, but it's this. Uh, program in like philosophy and uh, cybernetics and in like sociology basically this this whole like thought pattern of, of people basically saying that we're we're turning our bodies into basically just interfacing with like more and more complicated technologies we definitely are okay we definitely are so this guy wrote a uh, uh, a book called Natural Born Cyborg. What? Uh, that's this book that this guy wrote, Andy Clark. He wrote this book called Natural Born Cyborg, and his main thesis in this book is basically that um, the way we know things and come to interact with our world is through these uh, very like improvised, uh, but also engaged forms of technology eon flux oh eon flux that was also on that cartoon i think that probably has a lot of that too that's more transhumanist than uh the head wasn't the at head all one. I, I i was trying to remember the other the name i couldn't remember the name so i was stalling it's funny because <laughs> it's just the guy with a giant giant head yeah i might like go back and rewatch it because i remember being young and thinking it was like kind of funny but like it's too much that and like mr duck do you remember mr duck Mr. Duck, is it, it, it? Was it called Mr. Duck? It was George Costanza. It was, it was uh, Jason Alexander. Oh, that was who played this uh, duck. duck Man or something. Duck Man. Oh, it's Duck Man. Mr. Duck. <laughs> Mr. Duck. Hi, I I'm, just I'm, sound hey, foreign. Uh, ben Sholock here to see Mr. Duck. <laughs> On this three o'clock, walks out. Hello. Yeah. Bang. Hi, I'm here to see Mr. Duck. Well, um. <laughs> so anyway, this guy uh, wrote this book called Natural Born Cyborg. Nice. Okay? Um, did you know that I am a cyborg? No, you're not. Yeah, you're, I am. You're 100% Ben. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm a cyborg. What do you mean? Uh, so is Vic. Vic is a cyborg, too. That would make a lot of sense. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> the way he means that is basically, uh, we interact with our world, uh, using a lot of tools, a lot of interfaces, and a lot of technologies yeah. that animals just don't use. Okay. So the w- <laughs> one way that I'm a cyborg right now is that I'm wearing glasses. And that's it. Okay, so my, my, gla- my, glass- my glasses, glasses are basically an extension. My of- cyborg glasses. Are an extension or a supplement to my eyesight. Okay. Heard. So this guy's main thesis is that every interaction you have with the world. Okay. The world. The world. Uh happens through your mind through cognition yes <laughs> okay um with this world that you're so fed up with right i'm fed up i'm fed up with this i'm world. fed up with this 
world. World? So <laughs> okay. Man, I haven't watched that in forever. I might have to do that soon. It's ahead, and then... But the fact that we're... Yeah. Okay, so hold on. Sorry. We have to get back to this. I know. Sorry. <laughs> uh the way that we interact with the world around us. Okay, so the space around us, the world around us, right? Cuck Nation Studios. Cuck Nation Studios right now, okay? Like, the way that we're even fucking doing this right now, using microphones, right? Yes. Not only We're using microphones not to amplify our voices, but to feed into this fucking machine that stores it. Why are you pointing at my junk? And then, because that's where we store our podcast. That's what I'm saying. It Why feeds into your dick. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> No one's gonna believe this. It's funny that you call it your junk because, like, technically, all of our computers, all of our, uh, you know, headphones, yeah. our fucking stove, our uh, your musical instruments—they're all our junk. Don't point at my musical instruments, Ben. <laughs> okay, it's your rude. junk Stop over there. Stop pointing at my banjo. Your junk over there. Yes, that you uh, know how to play in a weird way, in a very like specific way. Okay, can convey a certain emotion it conveys a certain sound certain patterns right it elicits uh thoughts imaginations um recognitions memories all that shit okay yeah and you're doing it not with your brain i mean you are kind of you are doing it with your brain but you're also doing it with this thing with a guitar okay Oh, so that makes me a cyborg, Ben. Yeah, so that's what this guy kind of argues. A banjo cyborg. Yeah, you can't imagine a banjo a cyborg. Way, a worse usage of technology than teaching. Well, that a is technology. How to play the five every instrument claw banjo. Every instrument is technology. Yeah, it's all I technology. was. You know, I was thinking about that today. I was driving to work, and I was thinking about how ancient warfare, to them, it's the tightest technology that's ever been. The well, most yeah. modern. So. <laughs> That's a, that's an interesting you know? point. I mean, like that's the that's the whole thing well, I'd about go this. back in time. I'd shoot him in the fucking head. Well, yeah, because your your technology is way better than yeah. you. But that that what this guy and is essentially. I would scream Slayer rules, and <laughs> I would take over ancient Egypt. Essentially, and they'd with worship this... me as a god. I mean, it's not hard to do back then. That's what I'm saying. Is once we figure out techno like time travel. Man, it's going to be rough. It's going to be so rough. <laughs> it's going to be like colonizing all over again. All it over will. again. We're going to someone's some asshole is going to go back to like, I don't know, Macedonia or whatever and like just fucking wreck shop. <laughs> just just shoot shoot Alexander the Great in the head in the before head. he gets started. Yeah. Or well, or that's, after okay, he hold, hold everything. On. Hold on, because go, that that that's a whole fucking uh basket of snakes. Because I would show him hinge. How would we know what the difference is? And I would show him Bumble and stuff. How would we know what the difference is? Uh, Say again? How would we know what the difference is? What? If someone went back in time. What hasn't happened yet? But it did happen. No, it hasn't happened yet. No, but he went back in time, so it did happen. Not in this timeline. Okay. You you don't understand science. (laughs) Fuck you. All right, I saw this in in Endgame, the Avengers movie. (laughs) So there's multiple timelines. Okay, no, no, no. We can't get into this because that's a, that's a totally different. That thing. starts a new timeline. We got to No, no, no. Shut up. You we'll, shut up, bitch. We'll talk about this later. Okay. <laughs> You're just a disobedient wife. Just we're, we're going to talk about this later. <laughs> okay. Talk about this at home. <laughs> we're just screaming at each other in the middle of a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> okay. So why did you fuck Chucky? Um. <laughs> so. Not. This guy Andy Clark, uh, he, oh yeah, his main thesis is uh, he 
this idea of extended cognition. That's what it, that's what it's called. Extended cognition. Okay. Um, this guy basically says that our capacity for knowledge, the way that we acquire our understanding of the world, doesn't just happen with our brains. It happens with every like extension from our bodies uh, to grasp what's out there. Okay, so when you think about the outside world, the the world outside of your fucking head, I think about it a lot. Okay, well, what do you think about it? Um, I just think about what's going on. Uh, how many places I'll never go to? Uh, how many places exist? The number of languages in the world. Okay, I think well, about, dude. I think all day long. <laughs> well, I know you don't believe me, but all I do is sit around and think. Sometimes I literally just lie in my bed and just think. Okay, well, you sh- you should structure that shit better. Why? <laughs> and and bring it here when when we're actually doing this. Well, that's well, yeah, that's actually a pretty good point. Why do you? Why are you fucking withholding all of these insights that you claim to have? Well, it's just that I I enjoy learning a lot. However, I've learned that I really don't enjoy learning about philosophy. It makes my head hurt. And not but you like do it. though because you you're Sometimes thinking about that shit. Yeah, but what I'm thinking about isn't philosophy. I'm just thinking about stuff. Okay, but that is philosophy. No, th- no, you can't say do that. You can't do that. Why? What do you mean I can't do oh, that? Oh, actually, the thing that you're doing is philosophy. Here's why. Well, it fucking is, though. My name's Ben. My name is Ben. <laughs> okay, but when you're just lying in bed, thinking about this stuff. I, lie, is, I lie in the sun. That is what not happens, philosophical at all. There's a window right above my bed, and so sometimes I just lie in the sun for like an hour. Okay, so what do you think about that? I think it's pretty tight. Okay. God. This is so frustrating. Why? <laughs> because that's... You think it's really... It's pretty tight? Yeah. That's it? I guess. One, you know, one thing that is like, not... Like, what else? Anything well, else? Well, one time I was sitting around, and uh, this actually happened yesterday. I was sitting around, and I was thinking about uh, Kurgi slippers and how <laughs> wonderful... These slippers are Ben Kurgi slippers makes the finest slippers that you can sink your battered feet into. Yeah, you, you, both of us have a pair. Mine are blue <laughs> and yours are purple, and we love Mine are them. purple. Yeah, Ben specifically got them. Yeah, purple. Uh, <laughs> so go to if you go to Kurgis dot com K Y R G I E S Use the promo code NOTHING in all caps. 15% off every single order. Every single time you order Kirkies. We we effing murdered it last month. Do you know, yeah. friends, that... So, Kirkies, <laughs> they... Uh, what do you call? They sponsor a few things, which I'm going to be honest. It hurts my feelings. Do they? Oh, yeah. What the fuck? We're the only... We're... <laughs> outside, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but no. Outside of <laughs> NPR, we sell the most Kirkies for them. NPR. Yeah. So, of course, they're going to beat us. And I've been they've been our rivals for many years now. But well, that's pretty cool. We are. okay. so now we're officially declaring we are. We're rivals. Yes. Rivals of NPR in all their forms. (laughs) So until we start selling more Kyrgyz than they do. But out of every other thing that they sponsor, we do the best. So we have to thank our our uh, our cash strapped listeners. Who we just milk for money. Instead of NPR, we're Ben PR. <laughs> All right. Ben and Pat recording. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> ben P. Clark. <laughs> okay, so Andy Clark, who is a Scottish piece of shit, or he might be English. I don't he's know. Scottish? No, he's from. He so okay. Maybe so what I Welsh, read, whoever they are, <laughs> whoever they are, I don't know who the fuck is Welsh, but uh, <laughs> bad is not check his head. Um, he is from the Isles. He was born in 1957. Uh, he st- <laughs> started with um. He started like playing music at first, and then he went to I think the University of Reading, uh, and took a philosophy class. Found out that he was really good at logic, which is okay. Uh, and logic, yeah. Oh wow! Wait, oh, what a cool thing to be good at! It's like saying you're good at breathing. <laughs> well, I don't know. No, it's harder. It's harder to fucking be logical than to breathe, to be honest. Um, but uh, this guy kind of got into these ideas of like how we interact with the world, how our brains, our minds uh, can reach out into the world and how the world can reach back into us. Yeah. Right. So like, it is kind of weird if you think about how, um, like, how do you get your arm to move to do something? The, um, this is something that I think about sometimes. And I remember one time I blew my brother's mind when I was talking about this, when I was like 14 and he was probably 11. I remember being like, but like, how do you even move your arm? You just do it. And he was like, this was freaking me out. Like okay. he, he said it was blowing his mind. Well, yeah. Okay. So that's what, that's what a lot of philosophers of mind. So you have love are, to learn concern, since I was a are, child. A are, concerned of, are concerned about. Like how do you, how does, so this piece of meat, because it's meat. We're all meat. Yeah, sure. Right? I mean, we are. Yeah. We're, okay. we're flesh and bone and, and uh, mind and spirit. And cum. Okay. <laughs> And, yes. uh, and we're we're eighty percent calm. We're eighty percent. So here's a here's a new a new fact is that it turns out that human beings are eighty percent calm. It's wild. Um, but anyway, our cum brains are basically just like cum brains, physical physical entities, right? Sure. They're just like actual things that you can touch and squeeze if you're a psychopath, right? That live inside our skulls. They're ent- What you're saying is they're entities. They're entities. But yeah. they hollow also... holla back. Okay, so they also can do a. Uh, they can interact with the world, right? Like my brain can make my hand like slap your ass if I wanted to, which, which I will. Which you, yeah. After this, after this recording, which is what we do at, at the end of every one of yeah, our. Yeah, this is how we sign off. We we slap each other's ass yeah. into the microphone. <laughs> so, do you remember? Um, you know, you and I uh, like to have a good time responsibly. Sure. You know, we like yeah. to have a couple uh, pops, and you spend the night. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's responsible of us. Do you remember uh, recently during one of those nights we concocted a plan to raise money for charity? <laughs> And once we hit a certain number, we would just take a photo of our asses and we would show the world. Okay, yeah, it was like it was like five hundred dollars, and you could get a photo of Ben and I's butts. And I don't, I don't know. I was a dying laughing thing about wait, it last wait, night. Why were we gonna? What, what were we donating it for? Uh, I think we were donating it to uh, races. Oh yeah, yeah, the, that's the, right. The the charity, yeah. Oh, that's right. We're showing our ass for races. Or maybe we can do it for the. Um, the Australian uh, fires, fires, but I 
the way that we would do it is once we hit like five hundred dollars donated to charity, we take a photo where it's you and I on my bed, and we're doing like leg to like where it's like your head and my feet meet, and then my feet and your head meet, and we're just on our stomachs and we're showing our butts. <laughs> That's what we came up with, but I don't know if anybody would be interested. Well, if you if you donate five hundred dollars, yeah, which we will directly donate to i guess the australian wildfires i guess i, mean, I don't know or, or or whatever or or a charity of your choosing we will show our butts yeah we'll show you our butts for 500 bucks that's the name of this <laughs> promo show our butts for 500 bucks 98.7 wben fm <laughs> it's 655 traffic and weather together coming up let's show some butts okay so we got to we got to get back to this kind of weird point so this guy uh became very very obsessed with like cognitive neuroscience okay okay and how could you blame him i mean it's kind of what i was gonna do at princeton before i failed that statistics class yeah before my fall like aida the benny (laughs) okay but before ben's fall from grace so he has okay (laughs) let me let me get through this he's got this fucking interesting (laughs) idea Okay, so first of all, first of all, this guy looks what? ridiculous. Okay? Yeah, he does. This guy, like, that's why we're learning about this him. guy. Makes a point. It's funny that you like brought him up because I had never heard of this guy before. He uh, is kind of like one of those like uh, rock star uh, sure. philosophers yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. who's like kind of popular um, because he is not only a fairly brilliant and. Uh, you know, creative and insightful thinker. Yeah. But he also just looks ridiculous. So he looks ridiculous. So this guy is like in his early sixties and he has uh <laughs> he has a spiked mullet. Yeah. Where yeah, yeah. in the back part of the mullet is like dyed pink. So he's one of these guys. Sure. <laughs> okay. He's married to uh this I, I can't remember. I think her name is like Alexa or something. Alexa Macram or Markram or something like that. Hey, you Alexa. Hey, you Alexa. <laughs> How uh, many bitches can I fit in a Tesla? Okay, this Show woman. This woman who we married. This woman who we married is the is the daughter of um the ex lover of Alan Turing. So what? <laughs> What on earth? <laughs> so, like, on purpose? You think? No. Do you know? So, do you know who Alan Turing is? I, I know the name. I don't know anything about. So, him. Alan Turing is arguably one of the most important, like, inventors and scientists of the 20th century. Okay. Helped, uh, helped us win World War II. Uh, he's a British. He's a British man who cracked the Enigma Code. The Enigma code is like basically just how the Nazis like sent secret messages to their U-boats, yeah, on like how to destroy shit or cool. whatever. And so a good part of the war was basically this <laughs> was trying to decode this shit so they can anticipate where the, these submarine attacks were going to happen. Okay, and this guy the Navajo code. So not not the same thing, but close. So the the, the Navajo Wind Talkers, yes, <laughs> were a division of of. <laughs> American Indian uh, soldiers who would uh, communicate using Navajo. Do you realize if I was Native American... So the American, Japanese couldn't fucking figure it I out. If I was Native American and the United States of America was like, 
hey, we're joining. We're, we're gonna we're gonna start a Fuck war. You want to join? You guys. Yeah, I'd be like, I'd Fuck go, you guys. Go to hell. Are you serious? No, I'm not doing this. Are you really asking me this right I'm now? I'm not gonna do this. Go. Fuck yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't believe... I mean, I kind of get it. Like, I guess they were like, yeah, we're stuck here. <laughs> they obviously fucking took over. Uh, I'd be so pissed. It would just be... I, but I would be like, how how are the Japanese worse than you guys? Like, fuck you guys. Sure. That's a that's a whole other fucking well, you know, <laughs> um, topic. You know, it is kind it, of insulting. It feels insulting. In... Uh, you know? in one of our Patreons, we talked about some war stuff, and we talked about... Yeah, it was a veggie was, medley. Uh, a veggie medley, yeah. <laughs> and what it was is there was this um, Native American gentleman who was in you know, World War II or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, they talk about this in the Ken Burns documentary where his people had like several things he had to do to become a war chief. And he just did them all while he yeah. was in, and he didn't realize inadvertently. it. Inadvertently. Yeah, inadvertently. Yeah. And so he came back. He wasn't he, trying. He was telling the story, <laughs> and they were like, dude, you're a war chief now. And his second ends with him being like, yep, you're looking at the last surviving Indian war chief. Yeah. And it's like, holy shit. And then Obama gave him a medal. Yeah. Oh, uh, like, I've got something for you. This is one of the good ones. Uh, everyone, <laughs> uh, our country will never apologize officially. But here's a medal. Never will. We never will. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. It is kind of a bummer. It's a huge bummer. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. We, we don't have to get into this too far, but that's one of the worst crimes in the world. What? Genocide? Yeah, it's pretty. Well, yeah, and also, but the fact that we we got away with it. Well, we got yeah, away I mean, with it. Yeah. The Germans didn't really get away with it. No, we held them accountable. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing we did, too. I mean, dude. Man, I'm just bummed now. Okay, okay, hold on. We gotta get, we gotta get away from this. Sure. <laughs> just, <laughs> I, I like these late night recordings. Yeah, <laughs> they get really weird. Unpunished genocide. That's what we're gonna be known for. <laughs> Unaccount, unaccounted for genocide. Anyway, so, so, <laughs> um, okay, sorry. So back to Andy Clark. This guy, uh. He's a white piece of shit who he, he wears like he's one of those guys who wears Hawaiian shirts. You know, he has this mullet. Yeah. He, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And he's really, really, really has always been into robots um, and just like how fascinating they are. And okay. his whole angle is basically like how how do you get a like some sort of like organism to interact with its world um, without programming programming it like from the outset you know like you don't put like a bunch of like rules in its head or uh, a bunch of like programs in its head. yeah like you just kind of how do you develop uh an entity that can just like kind of go and learn from the world right now so his main idea is basically this idea of like embodied and extended cognition which is like you don't really learn anything from just having facts stored in your head, you learn and know things by interacting with the world. And it's all kind of a trial and error sort of situation. Okay. And one of the main things that he comes up with is this idea of predictive processing. Okay. Okay. Normally when you think of like perception, like how you take in the sign, the signs from your world, right? 
Yeah. Uh, you think that like your eyes kind of like, you know, uh, organize things from the bottom up, like lines and shades and yeah. shadows and colors kind of coalesce into this one object and then that object is fed back up into higher levels of processing in your brain no doy okay well so they try to apply that by like replicating that with ai with like a with basically just like simple robots and they're they're very very like clumsy doing that oh those things are so funny yeah basically what happens is that like a robot will like have this sort of like process where it'll intake its uh its information from the outside world and it'll kind of process it from the bottom up like smaller to bigger concepts and then we'll have to decide what to do from there and what happened was these robots would just like basically be faced with like a new thing in its environment something that it hadn't encountered before yeah and it would like wait perfectly still for five minutes (laughs) before it did anything because it's just like processing all that shit Wow. And all these like computer scientists and like neuroscientists were like, "Hurry well, up!" Basically, we're like, "We can do this so much faster than you. Why is it taking you so long, you stupid fucking robot?" Uh, so they had to come up with this new theory of like, "How how do we process this shit?" Because it's if it's so hard for this MIT fucking designed robot <laughs> to know how to, you know, step over a ball. In its yeah. way, right? Those things are just always falling over. Yeah, or, and some of them run like dogs, and it's very disturbing. Okay, so that's that's because that uh, it's what what is that Boston Boston Dynamics or Boston Bastin. Technology or something? That company that makes hey, robots. Hey, go to Southy, kid. It's so weird that Boston is Bastin. like full of the smartest people in the world, and then also the <laughs> dumbest white trash people in the world. Oh yeah, like. Boston has more white trash than the South. Yeah. It, <laughs> wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Like per capita, like den- more more densely packed. And they're all my people. Yeah. They're all your people. Yeah. All, they're all fucking bog jumpers. Yeah. They're all bog jumping Irish pieces of sh- garbage. Pieces of <laughs> shit Only garbage. Only like Tully or like. <laughs> Sully and fucking, you know. Seamus. They're all Sully. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh. These robots that move way faster, okay, yeah. they're designed off of this other principle that this guy kind of came up with. It's yeah. called um, it's the principle called principle of hate. It's called the principle of hate. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the pre- predictive processing. <laughs> Why would he call it that? <laughs> you know what I mean? It would be so Maybe wild. He called it the principle of hate. Why, why would he do that? <laughs> and it was just like it just really described like how. <laughs> how like engaged embodied people like actually like learn things about their world but it's called the principle of hate the principle of they're hate. like why did you call it that it's just we were on the spot <laughs> it's 2 a.m recording a podcast it, it works anyway so uh and wouldn't get to the point <laughs> fuck you man i'm getting there uh basically what happens is that fuck me <laughs> i'll sue everybody sue so everybody <laughs> Uh, instead of like just relying on input coming in from the senses, uh, it's it's kind of a compromise. What happens is like uh, sensory input comes in through your like whatever your senses are. So your ears for sound, your eyes for light, uh, your your skin for touch. What about when they kick your dog? 
Well, yeah, uh, that's a combination of things. You do not ever tell me to fuck. <laughs> okay. But what happens is... The jerky boys. Instead of just, like, everything coming from the outside world and it being processed on the way up, right, to, yeah. to the brain, instead of what happens is that the brain starts making predictions about what it's used to and uh, what it already knows about past experiences. Yeah. And it grants it a probability. So it says, well, okay, I already know that this is probably going to happen. And judging from the sensory input that's coming in, this is like a 90% chance that that's what's going to happen. Okay. But sometimes it doesn't match up. Okay. Sometimes the brain starts making predictions that the sensory input isn't validating. It's saying, no, this is actually totally different. Okay. Okay. What happens instead then is that the brain starts like issuing these error messages uh, back to itself being like, well, okay, so this is a different situation. Something new is happening. We have to readjust. Okay. We have to like relearn what's going on. And we do this basically like con- <laughs> basically constantly. Okay. Okay. We do this constantly and uh, we do, we, we figure out ways to kind of like, um, cut corners and uh, just make it easier on ourselves to like make better predictions so we can keep on doing these things that we're programmed to do. Yeah. The things that we're basically programmed to do is basically to stay safe, stay warm and try to fuck. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Man, when you break down, that's what, that's what, that's what it is. That's what it is. You, stay, you, you try to stay safe, you try to stay warm, <laughs> you try to stay fed, and you tr- try to keep your dick wet. And you have se- you try to have sex. Yeah. Um, and that's what <laughs> these neuroscientists and uh, c- cybernetic scientists and all these fucking guys, like, shifted to uh, after this guy wrote this article about, like, embodied mind. Okay? Dang. Basically going, oh, okay, we, we had this all wrong. We were trying to construct when 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 like these scientists were trying to like replicate AI and develop like uh, mimicry of of human intelligence. They were trying to like get it to like fucking play chess and shit and to like memorize strategies and uh, you know know how to um, like but if it's multiply pi by like the if by it's whatever. memorizing strategies though that sounded strategies though. No. <laughs> uh, then it's not really playing. It's not really playing. Well, so yeah, that's actually a good argument. It's not coming up with its own, you know. No, it's, it's not. not looking at it and going, well, here's what I should do. It's just going, well, here's the strategies that were programmed into me. Well, yeah, okay, exactly. So what I'm they were the trying. chess robot. I they fucking were, suck. What they were trying to fucking do was like, okay, we don't want to make a chess robot because there's no such. No one is a fucking chess robot. It doesn't, that doesn't replicate human intelligence at all. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it doesn't that doesn't no one does that. I mean, like nerds do that. I'm writing down chess but, robot for a future Lanolax episode. <laughs> but like no one memorizes all of the combinations of moves you could make to win a chess game. Right. OK. What you do as a human being is you play chess. OK. <laughs> it's what humans do. <laughs> well, so we Get warm. We have sex. We play chess. It's funny. There's this one thing that I read about when I was like researching this is that uh, this <laughs> this one guy who like made this robot who <laughs> who 
who was like really good at playing chess and could beat most people, um, but it didn't know how to get up from the table after it was done. The hell? And so this guy tried to design this robot so it could like get up from the table and why? walk away. Because if it could play chess, why can't it stand up and walk away? But well, then why? But why even include that part? It'd be like, oh, he can play chess, and also I programmed, you know, uh, fucking karate into it. Well, we we do that. We were programmed that way. Not that we weren't programmed specifically to play chess. We weren't programmed specifically to play chess, but we can play chess. Sure, we can play chess whenever we want. Uh, we we and I do. We start doing it. We finish it, and then. After we're done playing chess, we can scoot our fucking chairs back, stand up, and walk away. It's just strange to think about somebody, like, someone's obsession being like, I need that robot to walk after it wins in chess. Okay, so here's what's interesting. They didn't think about that at all because they were just trying to get this robot to play chess, okay? Which is fine, pretty impressive, I guess. But we do so many more things than play chess. What was discovered was it was way more challenging to program a robot to get up and walk away and move its body around and know how to navigate its environment than it was to play chess. Wow. Okay, because you can program... You already can program just a software program to to fucking play chess. Maybe I will. Well, you don't have to. It's already been done. Oh, good. Okay. Because I didn't even know how to start. (laughs) It turns out that that shit is easier than programming an embodied thing to navigate its environment in the real world. Weird. Okay? And it's this thing that we do super easily. Yeah. Like a kid, uh, like a, a human child, a child. Where's the child? It, it figures out, it's, it's kind of, cra- if, if you think about it, <laughs> it's crazy that humans learn how to stand up, balance itself walk and not only that but eventually run like super fast yeah in a certain direction well, some, some of us never get there some of us never get there fine but a lot of us can do that yeah we can you can run not fast okay but I've, you can run do you know how hard running is i'm well aware do you know what what it takes like you have Heart to fucking and discipline and fucking pain not just that but like think of all the calculations your brain has to make to Keep Just make it. sure you don't go tumbling. Yeah, to make sure. Yeah, basically, exactly. Like you're, because you never have when you're running. The difference between running and walking, right, is that when you're running, neither of your feet are on the ground. Yeah. Right. There's a moment when you are <laughs> airborne. Okay. Yeah. Like that's that's crazy, and to be asked to ask, imagine like asking a sack full of just like blood I'm with you so far and muscle and and be like hey can you like start running please yeah like imagine trying to program that shit imagine trying to program a fucking like aluminum case full of wires to do that yeah like how do you do that how do you how do you get it to do that um you know, I don't know. I was trying to come up with the answer, but I got to be honest with you. I don't know. Okay. Well, they're slowly figuring it out. And this guy kind of came up with a good approach to how to do that. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. 
Okay, so we're almost done. I okay, I was about to say, we got to wrap up because Victoria <laughs> just finished cooking food for us. <laughs> so this guy basically says, uh, the, the, the theory of mind, right, the idea of like what a mind is, it extends not just from your brain. Uh, it's not just like this fucking like mushy computer that's in your in your fucking skull. Your mind extends out to your not only your uh, your body, your body. OK, but also the the instruments that you use to rock and body. Yeah. The instruments that you use to like navigate the world. OK, so one of the weird things that he says is basically that uh, your your fucking iPhone is a part of your mind. Uh, a notebook that you write scribble notes down on is part of your mind. It's part of a network of extended capabilities and like notions and you know all that shit. Uh, but but one thing I want I want to read real quick though is uh, this mentor that he had <laughs> was this guy who. Uh, was really into this kind of whole cybernetic movement where basically he's like integrating uh, this like extended technology into his um, uh, into his body. <laughs> and so what one thing that he did was he uh, he put this fucking uh, microchip in his wrist so that he could basically like feel what his wife was doing like halfway around the world. What? OK, hold on. I got to read this. Okay, so this guy this guy who Andy Clark kind of like took his cue from. Uh <laughs> What's this guy's name? Uh hold on. I, I I'm I'm going to bring it up in just a sec. Right. But he, he's this guy he's this guy who uh he had a microchip placed into his hand in his wrist. Yeah. Um Uh this guy Warwick. His name is Warwick. Kevin Warwick. Kevin Warwick. They okay. make a hell of a bass guitar. He's a, a professor in the Department of Cybernetics at uh, the University of Reading. That uh, fucking rules. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. How cool are robots? How cool are BattleBots, dude? Okay. Do you want to watch BattleBots when we're done with this? Uh, basically, BattleBots is kind of what this guy was talking about. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, hold on. Let me just let me just read this part. Okay. I'm waiting. Uh, <laughs> Eagerly. Okay. Uh, Warwick had implanted a silicon chip in his left arm, which emitted radio signals that caused doors in his office to open and close and lights and heaters to switch on and off as he moved around. So it was like a, basically a motion sensor in his fucking wrist. Okay. Um, and this is kind of getting to the idea of how the, his mind is kind of like augmented by this like silicon chip. And this is how like we interact with our world. So, Already just like using our bodies is like a very like preliminary version of this. And this is just kind of taking it to the nth degree. Yeah. Okay. So then uh, there's that. And then later in New York, by means of another more complex implant in his arm, Warwick connected the nerve fibers in his wrist and hand to a computer. Over the internet, he was able to control a robot hand back in Reading and even to feel things that the robot hand was touching. Uh, So he... Basically used it to like kind of grope his wife. <laughs> what? Okay. Encourage, encouraged War- Warwick persuaded his wife, Irina, to have an implant put in her arm as well, creating the first purely electronic communication between two human nervous systems. Weird. It could work over the internet. It was the first step he claimed towards telepathy. Okay. 
This is okay. This is a New Yorker article. That they, wife rules that they wrote about about this about this guy Andy Clark and his like influences. Yeah, and this is like the funniest <laughs> sentence I've ever read. Why? <laughs> From okay, uh, many people found Warwick extremely annoying. Why? <laughs> 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 uh, uh, a buffoonish publicity seeker. Oh my god! But Clark loved his cyborgian ambition. <laughs> His desire to merge inside what? and out even more profoundly than they were merged already. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Well, the they whole... probably found him so annoying because he's always like, hey, how about me and your wife uh, put microchips in each other? Yeah. And we can feel each other. Well, he's just, imagine some guy who's just sitting at like, <laughs> at a bar and he's just like doing this. Yeah. And he's like, and they're like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm fingering my wife right now. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. in England. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, this is pretty wild. Okay. So, yeah. So, the main idea, just to wrap it up, yeah, is uh, the idea of extended cognition, embodied mind. Okay. Yeah. The, the idea that the mind uh, and how we come to assess and learn about our world is not done through just, like, whatever's in our skull. Yeah. It's, uh, it's through all of our tools, all of our uh, extensions. Look at that pretty big tool right now i mean i am a huge tool yeah bitch with a huge tool or, with so, a huge I've, tool. or so i've heard yeah so you can yeah you can you can learn about a lot of things through your dick too you know it's also an instrument of, of knowledge well of course <laughs> i mean yeah i mean it is you know it definitely yeah. is well um i'll, I'll <laughs> say this this is a late night episode. This is this is one this one was on the rocks. The a last bit. <laughs> guy that you talked about I liked quite a bit. The guy that everyone hated. Um Andy Clark, uh can I can take him and leave him. But I, I do I like that other guy a lot. Wait, the last guy? Oh, Merle Ponte? Yeah, that guy fucking rules. Oh yeah. Well and he's and French. His, and, and, yeah, and his wife is a, a fucking team player. Who's his wife? The guy who Oh, oh! You mean the other guy that I just talked about? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I thought you meant <laughs> you said the last guy like the last episode. No, I meant the last guy we discussed. Oh, Warwick, Kevin, Kevin Warwick. Kevin Warwick. I think yeah. he's. I think he is cool. <laughs> and I'd love to meet his wife. <laughs> he's, he's called extremely buffoonish and annoying. Well, I know, but so am I. <laughs> game recognized game, Benny. Okay, but yeah, that's that's the thing though. Is that like it just sounds like jealousy? Because like if you if you knew that you could just put a fucking implant in your arm and you can open doors and make your wife come. From like a continent away, that's pretty tight. Yeah, but what if that's the only way she, that she could that she could come? Is you have to do, be uh, in a different like hemisphere. Well, she's extremely lucky to have found this guy. Yeah, that's yeah, ex- really that is extremely. lucky. The odds of that would be pretty astronomical. Astronomical. You'd probably need a, a microchip to figure it out. Yeah, there was a uh, a, a combo <laughs> character in Marvel Comics who was like a sidekick to uh, the Punisher. I think uh-huh. it was microchip. It's just the lamest name. Imagine, is his name chip? No. Oh, but okay. imagine being an adult and, and other adults called you microchip. And they all had, like guns. Yeah, well, I wouldn't do it. I would just be like, okay, I'm not gonna hang out anymore. Yeah, that's probably the, the other thing to do. Well, uh okay, so that last guy I thought was pretty rad. Uh, again, Andy Clark is I guess is interesting, I guess. It's interesting, but I don't know why he has to be a, a fucking prick about it. 
he also is like really into clubbing, apparently. Great. Cool. <laughs> he likes to go to raves. There is nothing that I like less on this planet than going clubbing. I've done it twice in my life. He's like and 60. I wanted to jump up a fucking bridge and I'm surprised I didn't. Let's go clubbing. Let's not. Let's sit down in our fucking apartments and eat food. That's what I like. You know? So I guess it's okay. I don't know. It I just... hate that you made me learn about this guy, too. Why? I had no idea about this guy. So I'm op- I'm opening your eyes to new horizons. He's a fucking Hawaiian shirt wearing. Yeah. Like, frosted tipped. 60-year-old raver. In Scotland. Yeah, in Scotland. What are Scotland raves like? Um, I just think of uh, of uh, that scene in Train Spotting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just babies on the top of the ceiling. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, why not? And that, one, uh, that, one, that one girl is like, come on, Spud. Six. Casual six. <laughs> He's trying to, she's trying to wake him up. <laughs> Casual six, Spud. Ewan McGregor. <laughs> anyway, uh, so friends, thank it's you. Ewan, not Ewan. You're like Ewan. I've never been able to say his name correctly. <laughs> you just said Ewan. <laughs> well, it's one of those. It's it's one of those dumb fucking. Um, well, I know Celtic but, names. Yeah, but you learn how to say it. You just say Ewan. I can. I'm, I'm gonna be it's like. Serious. I learned. How, I had to learn how to say Sean, even though it should be seen. Okay. That but, fucking sucks. Oh right, because that name is just as popular as Ewan or whatever the fuck. They it is. both suck. Okay, we both point, have to accommodate their pronunciation. I cannot tell you the last time I heard someone say that fucking guy's name out loud. I don't know how to say. It. I've never known. You and McGregor. You I've haven't heard. You haven't heard anyone say you and McGregor. Not for a while. What's the last movie he was in, Ben? T two. I don't know. He's T2 been around. Is in, from like nineteen eighty four. Uh, okay, my point is that I've, 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 I haven't heard his <laughs> That's name. That's a bullshit argument, too. Just because I can't name it right away doesn't mean that he wasn't in, in something. I'm sure. Okay. Oh, really? Ben. Yeah. That's, that, that's how you measure how fucking. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Are you kidding me? My own personal fucking thought? Yes. No, it's not. Actually, that's this guy, Andy Clark's whole point. Oh, your old friend is that, Andy. Is that I, my brain doesn't have to hold that fact in it. In it. Just to answer you, well, you piece may- of shit. All right, well, maybe. You may- know what? I'm going to go on IMDb. I'm going to waste your time. I'm going to waste you and everyone's time. Good. Do that. I'm going to uh, go may- on maybe, IMDb. Maybe you and your new friend and Andy I'm gonna look can up, start a fucking podcast I'm going to look up who, what Ewan McGregor was in. Sure. It does. It's a du- Look. I don't know. Well, oh, is this a dumb point that I'm making? <laughs> that you started? Yeah. Look, the point I'm trying to make, really, at the end of the day, is that. Thank you all for listening. Uh, that you're tired and you want to stop. This. Write a five star <laughs> review if you have time. Write a few words. You can write uh, hashtag Ben. You can write I have diabetes. <laughs> the phrase write. I have diabetes. Yeah. Uh, or you can write um, someone. Someone. Richard wrote- McPherson rules. <laughs> if one person. OK, the first person who says Richard McPherson rules. You win a prize. I don't know what it'll be, but it'll be something good. Oh, wait. But how about... Wait. <laughs> Richard McPherson rules. What about this? <laughs> no, what he about, doesn't. What about Rich McPherson? More like poor McPherson. <laughs> okay. If someone... Okay. Okay. Hold on. If someone finds the Heights School for Boys on Facebook and gives them a a review... It can be a five-star review if you want. It doesn't matter. But all you have to do is write 
Rich McPherson, <laughs> more like poor McPherson. Um, I don't know. I will. I will do something very. If you live in Austin, I'll mail you twenty dollars cash. If you live and if you live in Austin, I'll, I'll mail do, you twenty dollars cash. If you do that, I will. Okay, the first person who does that, I could probably get you a Moon Tower badge. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot that's a that's a big that's, that's a, a big lot of problem. money dude okay the first person to go rich mcpherson more like poor mcpherson <laughs> under a five-star review of the high school for boys take a screenshot because they might delete it uh send it to me and i will uh yeah i can i can help you out for, for that festival okay that's that's you. I I don't I'll I have do it. no. I'll, but you, you also have to live here. If you don't live in Austin, then it's pointless to do. Well, they can travel. What if they want to travel? Uh, they they have to show me the uh, the ticket. Well, I mean, if they don't get here, they don't get it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Then it goes goes to no one. So you have to show me the plane ticket. So I trust you. Okay. <laughs> if you're from out of town, you have to show some sort of documentation of travel. I'll get you. In, I'll get you into the Moon Tower after party. I'll get you into all the parties every single night. <laughs> every single after party at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival. I swear to God, I will get you into. Rich McPherson. More like poor McPherson. Show me a screenshot, and and I'll get you, I'll get you to whatever party you want for that. Which you know. It's free. It's He's free. got some pull. It's free booze. Yeah, and there's gonna be food, and there's going to be famous comedians there. And I, I'm not even kidding. I will get you into it. I need to see that. I, there's nothing on this planet that I. If someone said you can either be cured of diabetes, or I'm gonna see this review, I would. I mean, in all honesty, I would probably take the diabetes thing, but I would regret it as soon as I did it. Rich McPherson, more, more like, like poor, poor McPherson. McPherson. But you gotta be on your best behavior. Don't fucking make me look like a schmuck. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I'll do it. Who cares? That's pretty funny. Give all right. Shit. Well, that's all I have. That's yeah. it. That's fucking Andy Clark. That's Andy Clark. That's so fucking upstart. Anyway, piece of shit. So thanks for doing that. <laughs> His hair is so spiked. It's annoying. It truly is. <laughs> He's like, who let him get away Especially with? Especially because I found a, I found pictures of him when he was like, from like when he was like a little bit younger, but clearly still like. At work, and he's just dressed normally. So it's like, oh, this is clearly just a thing sucks. you decided later he on. He sucks. Uh, anyway, yeah, again, our Patreon, <laughs> at least four episodes a week. Uh, or sorry, four episodes a, a month. You get a uh, month. A f- a month. extra four episodes a month uh, where I teach uh, Ben about stuff. If there's five weeks, then you get five. Sometimes, like this week, we had to, or rather last week, we had to skip uh, it because of a scheduling problem. So this week we'll have two of them for that ass. So you also have <laughs> access. Strutting that ass. Strutting that ass. Strut, strut that ass all the way to Patreon. You also have access immediately to eighty, <laughs> at least 83 episodes. Yeah. Last one was uh, the dolphin episode. Yeah, it was the uh, yeah the, the tragic uh, yeah. dolphins. Tragic. Anyway, <laughs> uh, thank you guys uh, so much for listening. Find us on uh, social media on Twitter. Uh, ben is at Gristleporn, G R S T L A P R N. Uh, I am at Pat Dean on Instagram. Ben is still Gristleporn, G R S T L A P R N. That I almost I almost fucked it up. And uh, I'm fuck at, you. It's two a.m. <laughs> I'm at, at Dean Man Uh Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, keep on thinking hard. Uh, the sea is a bastard, and if you're not Catholic. You're going to hell. Going to hell. To hell. And here's Buck Owens. <laughs> here's another new song, and it goes like this. My 
arms were made to hold you. My lips were made to kiss you. My heart was made to know you. I was born to be in love with you. to touch you My eyes were made to see you My heart was made to know you I was born to be in love with you Born. 